So the big question is this, how do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. And now, for the review of the day, Maven360 says, lift the 30-minute time limit, please. Four stars. Hey, you know, I don't care what you give me, a one or a four star or a five star. You know, I like feedback and I listen to feedback, so I appreciate it. Like he says, Maven360 says, I really like this podcast a lot and will keep listening as I'm learning a ton, but I'd like it a thousand times more with this one simple change make it longer it always feels like the 30 minute timeline is in charge of the show as a result guests are often rushed along and don't get to deep dive into the points they came on the show to talk about this show feels like it has too many interruptions but i'm pretty sure this is only because it's only 30 minutes time constraint after an interruption we never get back to the point and i was hoping to hear because time ran out finally when a guest is exceptionally good it would be awesome to feel that out and let the conversation flow for an hour or more, Maven360. Hey, Maven, appreciate the feedback. I am conscious of that and I am extending it. I don't know if I'm going to make all of them over an hour. I think that might be a little too long, but when the really, really deep dives, I'm going to just let it roll and we will. You'll definitely see a length in, in a lot of them, a length extension. Thank you, sir. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast, so give me a one-star review if you want, or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first, and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. All right, Rockstar Nation, we have a great returning guest. I got Mr. Brian Curtis on. About 200 episodes plus uh, he was on ago, so it's been a while. He's out of Benville, Arkansas, home of Walmart, where Walmart was founded. They got a Walmart museum there, Brian? They do. It's the Walmart Five and Dime. It's right on the square in Bentonville, and uh, sometimes you see Sam Walton's truck parked out in front of it. So Is that right? He's still yeah. alive. I don't even know he's still alive. No, no he's dead, but his truck is still there. Oh. <laughs> So, okay, okay. Um, all right, anyways, uh, hey, without further ado, Brian, welcome back, buddy. Thanks, Pat. Appreciate you having me back. Hey, why don't you um, tell everybody a little bit about you so they can get to know you better? Sure. So, um, I've been in the real estate business since 2005. Um, I've owned brokerages, done different things. Now, my it's, for the last three years, my focus has been on building my team. We have a team of 17 agents. We have four administrators, and I am also a real estate coach with uh, Club Wealth Real Estate Coaching. Wow. So you're staying pretty busy then, huh? I do. I'll sleep when I'm dead. <laughs> so you decided to go from being a broker, right, so to, so to speak, to being an agent. And it's, this is a rhetorical question because I know that the, the, the reason, but what, what is the reason that you would say you decided to you know, instead of being a little brokerage to be more of a team? 
So being a brokerage was all about managing and I'm not a manager. You know, we all understand our different strengths and weaknesses. I feel like I'm a great leader and I work on leadership constantly. Being a manager, you know, dealing with all the headaches, that's no fun. I, I want to lead and train and motivate people so that they can excel. You know, Zig Ziglar says the more people I help get what they want, the more likely I am to get what I want. That's where I focus. I love it. I love it. Okay. So let's get some nitty gritty. So like how many houses did you and your team sell last year? 2016, we're a little over 200. We're this close to hitting 300 this year. I got to make sure everything stays in place. So we, we, we should get to 300 in 2017. 300. So what is, what's your, uh, maybe past 12 months, let's say, what is your ECI, your ego commission income? My ego commission income? Instead of, we call it that instead of GCI. What are you, what are, what's your GCI? We're tracking right about 1.5, 1.5 and change. All right. And then what's your, um, what's your net profit on them? So we're at about 32%, not as high as I'd like to be, um, but ultimately not as low as some people go. So I'm, I'm okay Absolutely. with that. But, and, you're, uh, and, you're, and you're still pulling in a half a million bucks. So, you know, I mean, that's. Yeah, nothing to shake. After that, yeah. Absolutely. So what's your average sale price there? 191. Okay. And what do you do more of, buyers or sellers? So my team is almost, it's not quite four to one, but it's almost four to one buyers to sellers. Okay. So tell me about that. Why is that? So I feel like it's a lot easier to scale buyers than it is to scale sellers. And what I mean by that, one of the one of the major lead sources for my buyers is my sellers. So when I list a house, my goal is to sell three. It's to sell that house and sell two others. So there's the three to one there. And then we, we do a lot of internet lead purchasing and, and do that. I also find that it's a lot easier to train someone to be a buyer's agent than it is to be a listing agent. And there's plenty of buyer leads out there. I can, I can turn that faucet on basically anytime I want if I'm willing to write a check. So mainly it's an ease thing, right? It's an ease. It's easier to find buyers. It's easier to buy buyer leads than it is to buy seller leads. It's easier to train them train the agents they can basically you can start day one you know as a buyer agent but to be a listing agent you can't start day one i completely agree okay and and what does your team look like like what uh, describe it so i am stepping out of production right now so the only thing i really do anymore is i'll go on referrals that from past clients hey come list my house i've got a builder that i work with outside of that we've got We've got three transaction coordinators and one listing and marketing manager on the staff side. On the agent side, I've got three listing agents besides myself and then uh, 13, 14 buyer's agents. 14 buyer agents and three listing agents, you said? Yep. 17 agents. Okay. So what did it look like five years ago? Five years ago was, they're looking at it. That was you. So how long did it take you to build a team of 17 agents? So I started building my team in January of 2015. So 15, 16, 17, let's say three years. So you went from zero to 17 in three years. And so I want to talk a little bit about that, right? Because there's certainly teams are being built very fast nowadays. I talked to a guy today who used to be in production, like selling, went out and did something else for 10 years. Now he's coming back into the real estate business cold, more or less, had a 10-year yeah. break. So, so it's pretty cold, right? Lots changed in 10 years. 
plans are to instantly build a massive team. Like, right, like from day one, he's going to start hiring, right? I, I'm starting to see more and more of that. So I think it's important to talk about this. Can you share with us some of your secrets, uh, first of all, to recruiting, recruiting agents for your team? Absolutely. So where do you recruit from? There's there's a hundred different places. The things that I find the easiest, um, believe it or not, there's a great place to do it free. So Indeed, for example, you can run free Indeed ads. So I've hired, I actually have an expansion team in another another location as well. And we hired three agents from a free Indeed ad out of that. So nothing... Okay, so tell me about it. let's 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 give the people listening some meat and potatoes like what do you say in the ad how is it free i mean i i put an ad on uh, indeed recently and it was i think i got two weeks free or something and then it cost 249 a month so that, i mean yeah, i mean that's almost you gotta scroll all the way to the bottom i know that's that's a real high-tech answer to that but you scroll all the way to the bottom and there's a spot that you can actually run free ads so, um, you know, what do those ads say? Looking for, you know, someone who's interested in making $100,000 a year, uh, you, know, gr- you know, great work ethic, those type of things are, are things that we're setting out there. I'm not running real extremely, you know, specific ads. I want to get enough people and then we'll do something like a group interview. So I put 10 people in a room and say, this is what we're going to do. And I, <laughs> well, here's another trick. Don't schedule a, a group interview on the hour. If you schedule an interview at three o'clock, they might think it's a group interview. If you schedule the interview at three fifteen, they're not they're not as likely to think that, that it's a group interview. So just one of those little silly tricks that that works pretty well. But you you know sit in front of that room and just go over this. These are my expectations. This is what I want to do. Who's interested? And you can break that out pretty quick. And half the people leave the room before you even have to sit down and do one on ones. When you start talking about the fact that these are the things that we expect from you on a daily basis, that 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 breaks out half the room right there. And these are all people, obviously, without licenses, pretty much, right? Some aren't, some aren't. So you can run, I run an ad that's general. So basically, anyone who's looking for commission, then I'll look, I'll run an ad for, I have too many leads, and I would love an opportunity to talk to you about how we can work together to help you uh, increase your real estate career, and then I, you know, create a win-win situation. So that's not the exact ad, but that's basically the general gist of it. And So one's targeted for agents, and one's not. I guess, indeed, though you're going to get, certainly you're going to get more non-agents, right? You're probably looking at 70% non-agents is probably our numbers. Do you, do you tell them it's a hundred percent commission in the ad? I do. I, I don't, well, I'm not interested in somebody who's looking for a job and not that there's anything wrong with a the job. There's great people who work at jobs every single day, but I need you to know that, that this is this is commission because otherwise we're wasting our time. If you're scared of commission, uh, you're not going to be a good real estate agent. I think you probably know that, Brad. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So pretend that I'm a, um, you know, I'm a random kid or random person and not a kid, but I'm just somebody who wants to make a hundred thousand dollars a year. I saw it on indeed. I know it's a hundred percent commission. I come at three fifteen to what I think is an independent, individual interview, but it happens to be a group interview. What do you, what are you saying? Give me some specifics. So people listening to this could be like, let me try this and let me ask and say the same things. 
So I'm just going to start with, you know, be upfront. So guys, this is real estate and what we're looking for is buyer's agents. I'm looking for someone who's willing to get on the phone anywhere from two to four hours a day, willing to talk to people who they've never talked to. They may not be cold calls, but they may feel like cold calls. I'm looking for someone who's interested and in taking and receiving training because we do lots of training. Um, yes, you are an independent contractor when you work with us, but understand that you're going to be on a phone call with me five days a week at 730 in the morning, that you're going to attend a training at least once a week. Um, for the new people, we also have a mastermind that meets every two weeks. So I'm going to lay out every single thing that, that's going to happen in that business and how their life looks. The reality is as a buyer's agent starting out, you're going to work a lot of nights and weekends. It's not a, I wish it was a 40 hour a job, job a week on the front end, but it's not. Over time, can you build to that? Absolutely. But short term, you're looking at working a whole bunch of nights and weekends and we have an expectation that you're going to do um, at least one open house a month. So then you're going to have at least one of your Sundays that you're going to sit, be sitting in an open house for three to four hours. If that is something that interests you, you can make $100,000 a year, even in my market where average sales price is only $191,000. I'm going to give you the tools. I'm going to give you the training. I'm going to give you the leads. What I need from you is someone who's willing to work. And that scares a lot of people away, unfortunately. And actually, fortunately, I don't want to work with them if they're not interested. So. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been eBooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. Wow, that that was real powerful. Everybody listening should put this on half speed and 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 listen to that ten times, right? Because you said a lot really fast. So, and basically, that's your whole interview, right? I mean, or or is there more to it? So, the people who say yes, I'm I'm interested, I reschedule them for a second interview. A so one you say who's interested? Like, raise your hand if you're interested, or absolutely. What? If you're interested, great, come on. Um, and then I just come up and talk to me afterwards. And there's always going to be questions. So who has questions is before that, because, you know, there's always questions. What do we do? Where do we get these leads from? You know, how are these people? And eventually you'll get into things like splits. You know, what's my split? What's all that kind of stuff? So those are conversations we also have. And, you know, talking about the split, here's my split conversation. It goes like this every single time is, are you interested in having a half, an entire grape or half a water, watermelon? We're going to offer you half a watermelon and there's a great opportunity to make a bunch of money if you're going to be worried about your commission split versus, you know, the office and all that kind of stuff. You're not going to be a good fit for me. So. Good one. Half a grape, a full grape or half a watermelon. I love that. Okay. So, so come up and talk to me if you're interested. So you got five people in the room, you know, two of them come up and talk to you. Um, then what? 
Um, I actually have them do a disc profile, and let me just say I'm not a huge advocate of the disc, and what I mean by that is I Why think... Why not? Yeah. <laughs> I think people get buttonholed with the disc. I'll tell you why I do the disc. First of all, I want you to do some activity. I want to give you an assignment, and I want you to get it back to me before we have our next meeting. And I know that sounds silly, but if you don't get it back to me, there's an indication that you're not going to do the things that I ask you to do. So that's the majority of it. And I do want to make sure that you're not a, you know, the person who is going to be completely uncomfortable. If you're a 99 SC, I, I want to have that different discussion with you than if you're a 99 DI. So those people, I, again, I think it's a, a personality way to communicate with people and it's an indication of how you like to be. It's not an indication of who you are. It doesn't say if you're an SC it doesn't mean you can't be a great um, buyer's agent. It just So means you would if you let's let's be real here. No and 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 this is fine and and I love you know your how you're viewing this because it's opposed to how a lot of people might view it. Yep. But if you're a 99 SC is that person really going to be able, be able to cold call three hours a day? If they want to, you know, um, if their if their eye is zero, it might be a little bit of a challenge. But you know, it's really not that hard to do it. The question is, are you willing to be uncomfortable? And, and some people are. And here's the thing: people see to me all the time. You can hear I'm a relatively analytical person, right? That I I sit down and I do math and I have a plan to everything. But my C is ten. Just because I'm capable of doing math doesn't mean I enjoy doing math. So, you know, we can do things that are uncomfortable for us to get to the things that are comfortable for us. And I believe, you know, Tony Robbins says life begins at the end of your comfort zone. So, you know, you can go and sit in an office for, you know, eight hours a day and be an SC and, and do Excel spreadsheets. There's nothing wrong with that. But you're not going to make a hundred grand a year doing that. So, you know, what else do you want you like if you, you know, you're gonna have to like people some extent and, and i'm saying a 99 sc that's a pretty rare person i know i know i know it's a great <laughs> yeah. it's a great yeah. i love it okay and so then you take them in there then you put them to work right then you get them licensed pay for them to get licensed i don't and... pay for them to get licensed let me say that no i do not okay so they pay they get some skin in the game absolutely and then what's your success rate right they make it through these steps they go and pay for their license then they come back. They're like, Brian, I got my license. I passed the test. I'm ready. You know, what happens and how many of them, how many of them burn out, you know? So I've hired you. So I had 17 agents on my team at one point. If you, if no one had ever quit, I'd have 23 agents on my team. So I'm not getting a lot of burnout. I'm not getting a lot of, uh, it's not, it's not killing them. And, and let me just say this. The majority of the people I hire are, are, not these people. This was just an idea and we're kind of, we've kind of stuck with it. But the truth of the matter is the majority of the people I hire already have a license. So they're not always necessarily successful, but majority of them have a license. Okay. So let's talk about that then. I mean, it's cool that we're digging deep into recruiting because, you know, we've had a lot of agents come on the show and, and, and talk about all kinds of cliches, you know, and I'm glad we're staying off of that and, and getting onto something that, you know, a lot of people don't talk about, which is the nitty gritty of how to build a team with agents. So let's keep going down this path because I like it and I'm sure our audience appreciates it. Where do and how do I find agents that are already licensed without pissing off the broker that I'm stealing agents from the broker? So 
you know, I'm not a huge fan of recruiting in your own office. It causes problems. So I'm going to go outside, depending on your market. So a lot of markets need broker metrics. I'm sure you know what that is. Um, broker metrics is basically a set of data about who did what in your market. I don't need that in my market because I can actually pull all that data right out of the MLS. So I want to look at people doing somewhere between zero and three million in my market. It's going to, it's going to vary market to market. But those are the people that I'm initially going to go after. So that gives me in my market somewhere around 12 to 1500 people I haven't looked in recently. But that's going to be that, that many people. And then honestly, just like you call people to go on listing appointments, you can call these people to, to come and talk to you. And here's the thing, it's not a bad conversation. Um, we do a couple of things to cheat it, though, just full disclosure. So Yeah, I, please, because you know, you've got 1500 people, zero to three million. Some people could be you know, I mean, well, an average sale price of, of 200, that's 15 houses is 3 million. So, you know, you're pretty much a pretty go-getter if you're doing 15 houses. Now, 1 million could be four houses, eh, right? And maybe, what, how do you hack it? How do I hack it? So, so I use Sly Dial, Sly Broadcast. Um, so we actually do a three-step process. Step one is on Monday, you're going to get a slide aisle that says, hey, this is Brian Curtis with Curtis Realty Group. Just wanted to follow up with you and see if there's some, you had some time to talk. We're looking to bring more people on our team. We have more leads than we have people to work those leads. Love to set up a time to talk to you. Give me a call, my phone number. That's step one. Step two, I actually do a video text to that same group of people the next day. Hey, this is Brian Curtis and I go, basically it's the same message. And then day three is actually a text message that says, if you're interested in learning how I did this in a 100% automated way and contacted 400 other realtors, all spending about 15 minutes doing this, and we can do the same thing with your clients, I'd love to give you, love to talk to you. So it's just, I'm reaching them out, tap, 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 and that way showing people some of the automation that we can put in place in our systems. This is good stuff, guys. So if, you, if, you're, not, if you're not attuned to all this, you know, slide dial, slide broadcast, software you pay money for it and basically it calls them but it doesn't ring them and it goes right into their voicemail just goes straight to voicemail um, and you can broadcast the message he just said right in the voicemail broker metrics the other software brian mentioned you know will, will tell you exactly how many houses each agent is selling where they're at what company they're at email and phone number so you can you know recruit them so it's all it's all right there and i assume that that broker metrics and slide broadcast somehow link together right no i mean you basically you you export data export and import yeah. okay yeah export the, and so it's a csv file basically take a csv file upload it into that and that's uh, boom just like yeah. that okay Very, great. Simple. That, so, that's awesome As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. 
That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. Yeah, here's what's manual. So I, I picked up my phone and obviously I wouldn't be on my phone. But how, people ask me all the time, how do I do a video text? You hold your phone in front of your face and you say words and hit record and that's it. It's not rocket science. You don't need special software. You record that, save that on your phone and you can send it to 100 people if you want. So, you know, I had an agent on my team because we do video text for other things too. She sent out 57 video texts and it took her three minutes. So people talk about what technology do I need? What, what software do I need? This, this silly thing right here works great. <laughs> this is good, man. This is great stuff. So, all right, let's shift gears a little bit. I mean, since we're so deep on, on teams and team building, I want to talk about team leadership a little bit. So how do you, your ret- and your retention is good, right? So, you know, how do you retain them? How do you keep them accountable? You know, what are some of your leadership secrets? Uh, let's jump into that. And why don't I just let you talk and you, you tell okay. me what, what, what you think they, our audience here would like to hear on that subject. Sure. So one of the things that I said at the beginning is that I don't love management. I do love leadership. So to me, everything I told my team, I'm not even going to try and become a better manager. I'm not interested in it. And so what's a manager versus a leader for me? So a manager is the guy who gets on the phone with you and say, Pat, you know, I noticed that you haven't closed any transactions in the last couple of weeks you know, how come, you know, what are you doing wrong? You know, why aren't you making more phone calls? Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? A leader to me comes to you and says, Pat, Hey, you know, we sat down and we set your goals at the beginning of the year. Your goals were to do two transactions a month. We're running behind. What can we do to get you caught up? What are the things that we can do? And I sit down and plan with them and motivate them and come back to their why. I mean, you hear this all the time and it's an overused thing in our industry as far as I'm concerned. But if I don't know your why on my team, then then I'm not doing my job. I need to understand why on earth you get up and do this job. Because here's the thing, real estate's simple, right? You call people, you go on appointments, you write contracts, wash, rinse, repeat. Simple, but it sure as heck is not easy. Every single day something blows up. Somebody calls you, we're dealing with people and you know somebody got divorced, some, something happens, you're dealing with that 100% of the time. So I've got to stay with those people all the time. What are the things that we do? So we talked about this before, I do a morning huddle. Every single day we are starting our day and that's with goals. So I have a goal, each one of my agents tells me what their goal is every single day. My goal is to talk to at least 10 people and set at least one appointment. And that's a a stated goal and then we state your goal from yesterday. So, you know, it's not necessarily written down but it's said out loud, it makes it a real thing and I think that that's very important. So, um, and then we do our, our mastermind for anyone who's done less than 10 deals on my team. We have a mastermind every other Friday. And that's because one of the things that I found with new agents is they get intimidated by the old, the the guys who's doing 50 deals a year and I've done two. I don't know that I feel comfortable with that person because I'm going to ask a dumb question. So let's get all the people who haven't done that yet. Let's get them together. Let's get them to spend time with me or other leaders on my team. Here's another huge mistake I see people make. They're so worried about their cut of the pie that they don't hire leaders. So I have three leaders on my team who actually have teammates underneath them. So all this stuff I'm talking about, I still do, but I'm not leading 17 people plus four administrators. I'm leading my head administrator and three head agents. 
and then they're leading their people. And that does a couple things for me. First of all, I, it's challenging to lead 24 people, 22 people. I can't even do math. That's how challenging it is. It's challenging to <laughs> read all those people on a daily yeah, basis. agents, yeah. Yeah. But if I've got three people to lead over here and one person to lead over here, that's easy. So, right. yeah. You know, and it gives them opportunities. Because here's the other thing. If you're a buyer's agent on my team and you've been a buyer's agent, you want to do something else. If I don't give you a leadership opportunity or a way to move up, the only choice you have to do is continue to do what you're doing or leave. So I want to give you an opportunity to lead other people. And I'll tell you exactly what I do. Those guys get a 5% override on anything on their team. So, you know, it's not a huge check every month, but I think I wrote a check for $3,600 to one guy last month. You know, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's great. I mean, that's great additional income, of course, because, you know, these are money motivated people. So, so that's great. 5% override. They lead three or four other agents. And what are your expectations of them? What are your expectations of those three agent leaders? Okay. So on my team, to your, our minimum standard is to do two transactions a month. So if you're a leader, for you to get that bonus that we kind of talked about is your team has to do, let's say you have a team of three people, your team has to do six transactions. Now, I'm not going to penalize you for one guy having a bad month. So if one guy does six transactions, you still qualify for your bonus. Not realistically going to happen all the time, but you know, one guy does four, one guy does three, one guy gives one, you still get your bonus. So, you know, and then I talk to them about that. So, you know, Bob, and I don't have anybody on my team named Bob, so I'll use that. So Bob is struggling. He's not meeting his goals. So every, the 15th of the month, we do a 15th of the month check-in. It's a great example. So our team leaders go and meet with Bob and say, hey, it's the 15th of November tomorrow. You've got no deals on the board for December. You know, your, our expectation is that you're supposed to do two. What are you going to do for the next seven days to get yourself back on track? So one of the things that I've figured out and it took me, I don't know, a year and a half to figure it out is I can't fix December on November 30th. And I don't know why it took me so long to figure that out, but I've still got a chance on November 15th to fix December. So, mm. you know, we track our numbers. We look at, I look at it, people laugh at me. I get up every morning. The very first thing I look at is a spreadsheet of where every, everybody's at. So I know my numbers so that I can, you know, figure out who's doing well, who needs some help. This is really, really good stuff because because really, like Bob, right? Uh, well, no, Bob's the agent, but the agent leader could be to Bob. Bob, listen, dude, I I don't get paid. They can just let them know. You know, this pressure exists. I Frank sold, you know, X amount, of, uh, sold a, a really big house, and there's a big commission. I would get 5% of that. I'm not going to get that if you don't sell a house this month. Yeah. You know, and, and let's just let them know out front. Be like, you know, Get your ass into the office. You know, let's, you know, that's great. Yeah. I've had team leaders help other agents do open houses to try and get them over the hump. Say, hey, we need, let's do an open house. Let's do a massive open house. Let's circle prospect 200 people around, around that house. Let's, let's door knock it. I'll go with you because again, you know, I'm this far from getting a pretty good check and you're keeping me from doing it. Let's make sure we get there. And, and it's a lot funner too. And it's, and it's good for yeah. them too. It's good for the leader too, because then the leader did 200 circle prospecting calls and probably got a couple listing leads out of it. You know, absolutely. It, it's win-win and our team culture is all about win-win. Uh, one of the biggest successes that I've had this year, I'll tell this real quick story is we have a, we use group me. I don't know if you know group me or not. But yeah, basically, use it. yeah. Every day I use it. Yeah. Great. We have a group me for our, for a thing. I saw in, there 
two agents going in there posting, thanking the other agent. I had an agent who was out of town on vacation. Another agent took their client, wrote the offer, got it under contract. They came back and, hey, now we got this house under contract. By the way, we don't pay anything for that. We just, you do it for me, I do it for you. And you want to talk about something that really builds camaraderie on your team is knowing you can go on vacation and someone else is going to show your client a house and you don't have to pay for it. Absolutely. That's, that's brilliant right there, right? And then, and, and, and to recruit them too, you know, they got instant partnership there. Whereas if they're out on their own, you know, they're screwed. And, and let's say pay somebody half or give them the commission or whatever, you know? Yeah, and it's a nightmare trying to set that up. Hey, I need somebody in the office to cover for me for the next week and a half while I go on a cruise, you know? Right. And that's <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and other things that we, we talked about recruiting is if you're going to be a team leader, what are you going to offer your people? Everybody knows, okay, we offer leads, but what else are you going to offer people? So, you know, we offer leads, we offer a CRM, we offer training, and we offer a culture to help each other out. And here's the, the number one tip I would say to anybody hiring if you want to do it the way I do, and I can't speak for everybody else, but for me, I want someone who has a high number of goals. Like if someone walks in and says, I want to make 20 grand next year, you're probably not going to fit on my team because I don't know how to do that. But if someone walks in and says, I want to make a hundred grand or I want to make 200 grand, that's checkbox one. And then B, someone who's interested in being a part of a team and culture. I hire for culture and I train for performance because if you're willing to learn and listen and, you know, do what I ask you to do or do what other team leaders ask you to do, the rest of it's easy. This is again, not rocket science. So it's a matter of just doing the next right thing. And if you're willing to do that, uh, we'll teach everything else. Wow. That's amazing, dude. I, I love this. This has been an incredible conversation. I mean, this is, you know, anybody building a team needs to listen to this over and over again. Um, in great content. Uh, I really appreciate, Brian, uh, you coming out, taking time in your busy day to do this. Everybody, everything Brian and I talked about, some of the software we talked about, will all be on hybendigital.com backslash Brian Curtis with the number two. Brian Curtis with a C with the number two. Um, Brian, every guest that comes on brings a free gift that uh, our rock star nation can uh, access uh, what is a gift that you can give uh, something downloadable, something they can print out and use with their team or with themselves to, to, to increase their productivity? Absolutely. I'll tell you what I'll send, Pat. Um, I'll give you what we call our VIP buyer program. And for me, um, this is where this came from, is I believe in 2017, by the time you've talking to, you're talking to a buyer, at a minimum, you're the seventh person. So, if you're the seventh person to talk to them and seven other people have set them up on listing alerts, or maybe they didn't, they were just said they were going to do it. How do I be different? So we use our VIP buyer program and here's the great script. And I, that one of the agents on my team said, and I'll just share the script. He said, you guys said, well, I'm working with somebody else. And you know, are you in an agency agreement? No, but I like the guy. And, and he follows up with this and he follows it with science is great. Well, those guys must have an amazing VIP buyer program. And they just shuts up. And <laughs> amazing how many people he's converted with that one simple script. No, no. What is that? Tell me about that. So um, I'll, I'll let you guys download that. I'll, I'll send it over to you how we need to do that. And it's a very, it doesn't cost me a lot of money. You know, I've got some, some benefits in there, um, but it's, it's very low cost. I'm not giving away. You got to have that. You got to have a USP when dealing with buyers or you're, or you're just like every other agent out there. Just a, 
a guy with a key box, a lockbox key, you know? Absolutely. Well, we'll make sure we get that on uh, hybendigital.com. Backsus Brian Curtis, too. And, of course, the entire toolbox can be found on hybendigital.com. Backsus Toolbox, where you can text toolbox to 444-999. Brian, best of luck to you in Arkansas, my friend. And uh, if I'm ever out that way, we'll get together and break some bread. All right. Sounds like plant plant. Thank you for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. Please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you may be listening. If you haven't already, please give us a review. I don't care whether it's a one-star review or a five-star review. We eat feedback for breakfast, and we need your reviews. Also, the more reviews we get, the better our guests become. Thanks again for listening, and find me on social media simply by typing in my name. I'm Pat Hyben, and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.